You are listening to the Bright Life Podcast, all about ways to stay inspired, chase your dreams, and find more gratitude in the highs and lows of the journey. I'm your host, Jessica Johnson. I'm a business owner, a part-time digital nomad, a self-growth junkie, a believer in other big-hearted women, and am all about sharing tips, tricks, lessons learned, and encouragement so we can all live our biggest, brightest lives. You ready? Let's do this. Welcome to today's episode. I'm so excited to have a friend with me today. Susie, I met years ago in really a nutrition class, um, but I was so struck by her enthusiasm, her energy, her confidence. And the more I got to talk to her, I found out she is actually like this badass world traveler. She's been to so many countries. She was doing it solo for so many years. She was building online businesses, working from wherever she was. I just found her super inspiring. And as we've gotten to know each other better and shared our entrepreneurial journeys, I just felt like she was someone I wanted to share with all of you. For those of you who don't know her, I'll give you a little bit of an idea of her background. She is a top mentor to travel entrepreneurs around the world. She's been to at least 46 countries and counting, has built three businesses, and now helps others create income streams from Airbnb, from hosting worldwide retreats, from growing their travel accounts, and more. She is known for her brilliance in marketing her jaw-dropping selfies, and her sassy-tude. And her famous motto is, if you're traveling the world anyway, you may as well make six figures. Welcome, Susie. (laughs) Hi, how are you? (laughs) Good, how are you doing? I am doing great. That's that's quite the intro. (laughs) Quite the intro. Well, you've done a lot. You've been busy the last few years. (laughs) Busy, yep. (laughs) Well, I'm so excited to kind of share, you know, dive into more of your story and how you've done all these things since I met you. Um, But maybe just as like a starting place, give us a little mini recap of your story and how you even got to this point. Sometimes my head is spinning thinking about how I got to this point. (laughs) It was a lot, but really all, it was all meant to be. So basically... Before I started my businesses, I was in the restaurant business. Um, I'm Greek, so I was born in the restaurant business. And I was, first of all, I have opened a restaurant. I, If somebody else wants to do it, that's great. It was just not for me because of the fact that I felt like I was in jail. I had to be at that restaurant 24-7. So it's an amazing career. It's just not for someone who (laughs) wants freedom, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The opposite, pretty much the opposite. So basically I tried another business. It was a culinary tour company. This was like a decade ago and I didn't have much confidence then. So as soon as things got scary um, or, you know, that I had to, really like 
push myself out of my comfort zone, I quit. <laughs> and I basically built this business. And then like the day I was going to launch it, I was like, okay, never mind. I'm not doing that. And said, you know, to myself, I failed and I'm, you know, I'm never going to be good at anything. I went down that whole rabbit hole <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, I was living in LA and I decided that the only thing I'd ever be good at was restaurants. And even if I'm not happy doing it, it's still like something and I know I'll make good money. And, you know, I, I, I basically was settling right for the mm. safe, the safe thing. So mm-hmm. I moved home to Seattle to uh, start another restaurant uh, because my family is there and my family, you know, will give me a lot of support and we're obviously all in the restaurant business. So just help. And when I got home to Seattle, it was right in the boom um, when Amazon moved in. And so like the wor- Seattle was completely different. I came back and there was like hundreds of thousands of people moving in, right? <laughs> and uh, what used to be was no longer. So you used to be able to walk into a closed restaurant and then you could just take it over, invest a little bit of money in you know what you need and decor and stuff and then be up and running. Well, now closed restaurants wanted like $200,000 just to get into the space. They were selling closed restaurants. So I, yeah, it was, it was crazy. So, and a blessing. (laughs) So (laughs) I looked for like two years, I mean, literally two years and I just couldn't find anything. My dad is like restaurant tour, you know, the, the God of restaurants. And he just like would, he was like, no, you're, you're not going to spend that much money. That's just ridiculous. No, no, no. And I was like, what am I going to do? What am I going to do with my life? And during that time, I was waitressing, bartending. I was working at my old restaurant, cooking, dishwashing, like doing all these like really strenuous jobs, you know, like for 80 hours a week. And in my free time, I was looking for restaurants. So after two years of this, I was like, oh my God, something has to change. I remember crying, looking for restaurants. Mm-hmm. And, um, I started, right? And I remember thinking, I swear to you, I I remember thinking one day I'm going to know why I never found a restaurant. I I just, I had that thought and I I remember it to this day. And sure enough, (laughs) I started listening to a podcast and uh, it was Shalene Johnson who um, does... Uh, like personal growth and she talks about business. And so I started listening to her podcast and I was like, what's this online business thing? And it was so interesting to me. And after like two episodes, I was like, oh, this is really cool. I mean, not for me, like what would I do? You know, like what, what do I have to teach the world? And, but, you know, I kept listening. I, I listened to the whole podcast and then moved on to the next and the next and the next and just started devouring information on self-growth and um, starting an online business. So one day I just thought like, if I continue to depend on all this restaurant money, I am never going to do anything else ever. I can't find a restaurant. I'm so freaking miserable. And even when I do find a restaurant and the, the lease inevitably fall, like fell through every single time I got happy. 
Mm. Secretly, I was happy because guess what? That meant I could book another trip or something, <laughs> you know, and travel. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even like know about intuition or anything like that at that time. So, so anyways, um, uh, one day I decided that I needed to stop depending on the money um, that I was making f- from the jobs that I had. Because if I kept depending on it, I would have stayed comfortable and I would have never changed anything. So basically, one day I quit all of my jobs. Well, I guess in one week I quit all of my jobs with some savings in the bank and just a little bit of savings. And I just decided, you know what, like what's meant to happen is going to happen. If all else fails, F it, I'll freaking lift or do Uber Eats or, you know, whatever. <laughs> and it was so great at that time because it started just coming out and it was just like, okay, really though, if, if I needed a hundred bucks, I could actually do that. So that got me thinking about like, what, what do they call that? Like the gig world or. Yeah. Is that gig what economy it? or something economy. like that? Yeah, something yeah. Like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, part of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of like a blessing in disguise, like, okay, there's something to fall back on. I don't know if I'll need to. So I quit all my jobs, had no clue what I was doing. And before I decided that, you know, like I would have to go find something, I would have to figure out something, I decided to go to Bali <laughs> because I have been a, a an avid traveler my whole life. I love traveling. And of course, I wanted to go have one of those like eat, love, pray moments, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) And so I went with a girlfriend to Bali and in Bali, I did a cooking class uh, and met an older couple who was traveling the world. And, you know, of course, I was like, so what do you guys do? (laughs) Um, How do I get that lifestyle? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, like really. And they told me that they had a short-term rental property in Hawaii and that they rent it nine months a year and they live in it the other three and they make $210,000. And five years ago, for me, $210,000 was like $2 million. I was like, mm-hmm. excuse me? Like what? <laughs> right? And, and so I basically like drilled them for the rest of the class. I got all the information And I came home and when, you know, the first came around and my rent was due and all my bills were due and I watched my savings, you know, go down a little bit, I was like, oh my God, I have to do something. Should I just try the Airbnb on my, you know, apartment? And even though I wasn't allowed, it was not, uh, it was in my con or in my lease that I wasn't allowed to do it, but I was like... I'm just going to do it. Who's going to know? And at that time, Airbnb was not big. People didn't really know about it like they do today. It was just, you know, it, it was like, who's going to know? Who's going to look for Airbnb people? Like, I'm just mm-hmm. going to do it. So anyways, I did it. I I packed my bags. And I went to my parents' house. I told them I was staying for like a week because I'm trying, you know, this Airbnb thing out. And inevitably it booked and it kept booking. And after like a month, I moved out <laughs> completely. Wow. Yeah. And I started, I started Airbnb. So that's kind of how I fell into Airbnb. And Airbnb is what paid the bills for the first year and a half while I learned online marketing and started traveling the world. That's so interesting. It's almost like 
like you say, I love the part about how you almost had to leave because you just trusted that things would catch you and there must be some reason for all of it. And now it's it's funny knowing you all these years later because it really seems like it's starting to come full circle and make total yeah. sense. But yeah. I bet then it was so scary. It was like, where's the money going to come through? How am I going to go travel the world and pull all this together? Where's this leading me? And yes. lo and behold, you never know. It, it was the, 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 the gold of it was that if I would not have quit my job, I would not have gone to Bali and met those people. And if I would not have, you know, come home and needed money because I quit my job, I would not have pushed myself to do something outside of my comfort zone to do something that if, if I did it, somebody might be mad at me. If I got caught, th that's like something I would have never done because I was such a people pleaser before. Mm -hmm. So it all was like, it, I, I manifested it. I, because before I went on that trip, I would research everything. How can I make money and not work? How can I make money and have passive income? I, I literally researched it and I researched it until something just appeared right in front of my eyes. And then it was up to me to go home and actually do it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, you know, I think another interesting part of your story is that you really did this independently for a lot of the time. You know, that's like a really cool, compelling part of your story, I think, in that a lot of times people feel um, maybe, you know, intimidated if they're traveling solo, especially as females. Um, but can you speak to that piece even a little is like, you know, what gave you the confidence? You know, did you feel safe? What would you say to other women who are listening to this thinking, oh my gosh, I want to go have one of those adventures, but I need this or that or whatever to fall into place. Like, how did you just go for it? And what was your experience like in that regard? Yeah. Well, before, you know, before I started my business, I really didn't solo travel because I, you know, mm -hmm. just went with friends. But once I started my business, you know, being uh, an online, well, right now I'm an online business coach, <laughs> but at that time I was learning how to become a travel blogger. And so what does a travel blogger have to do? They have to travel. And guess what? Your friends are not going to have the time off that you have off. Even if they're an entrepreneur, they're not going to have that time off. Only other travel you know, bloggers or entrepreneurs are going to do that. But I didn't know any of those because I was brand spanking new. And of course, I didn't know anything and I didn't know anybody. So I just decided, like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to have to get over it, like get over it. So uh, I pushed myself and I planned a trip by myself to Egypt, of course, like the the scariest place when you're a solo when you're first solo traveling but I was like but it's cool there so I planned this trip to Egypt and Jordan and Turkey and um Israel and I just I just pushed myself to go and within days of me being solo I was like oh oh like first of all when you're solo everybody wants to talk to you so you're not solo you meet you meet way more people on your own than you ever would if you went with a boyfriend or a friend or something because you're, you're talking to each other. So when you're solo, it, 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 it's almost like inevitable. People are going to invite you 
everywhere. Anybody that meets you and, and understands that you're by yourself there, they're going to invite you, you know, to go out to eat or whatever it is. Yeah, and true. It got to the point where I had to like duck and cover coming home to my <laughs> hostel or, or a hotel or whatever I was staying in because everyone, everyone wanted to hang out all the time. And I was like, but I'm working too. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, I think really like every, like anything in the world, you just have to do it. You just have yeah. to do it once and see like, okay, it's no big deal. There are people out there that want to do stuff with you and you can do everything perfectly safe. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's been my experience for the most part, too, is the places that you hear about, you know, online or in the media that have all this stuff around them. For the most part, anywhere you go, the people are still the people like they're still warm. They still have families and want to bring people into their circle and be helpful yeah. and yeah. show off where they live. And so I've been like really pleasantly surprised by that, too, of just kind of how how warm the world really is compared to what you might you know, read about before you ever get out and experience some of these places. Yeah. And let me just say that, like, I think that the world outside of the U.S. is so much warmer than the U.S. Mm, yeah, it could so be. People yeah. might be projecting that they're going to be treated like they are in the U.S., but it's actually <laughs> the opposite of that. When you go to somewhere like Egypt and you meet a woman on the uh, on the road or a man on the road, they're like, let me invite you to tea. Come with me. You know, like immediately they, they want to talk to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so, so. true. I love yeah. that. Mm -hmm. What about like, I think that a lot of people, you know, feel like they uh, maybe want to travel more, but, you know, they need more time. They need more resources. They need this fancy job, whatever it may be. Like, what would you say to people that are just looking to bring more of that in their life? Um are there hacks that you have found or just any words of wisdom? I know your story, you definitely did it with what you had when you had yeah. it. And so I don't know, words, words on that, how to just get out there and get started seeing the world if that's a dream someone has. First of all, first of all, <laughs> I just also want to say that I think people project the price of a trip, uh, the, the, the cost of the U.S. as the price of their trip, which is really like not accurate because most places outside of Europe and maybe Australia or very Western countries are actually pennies on the dollar. So when I went to Egypt for two weeks, besides my plane ticket, uh, with my food, everything I did, um, all my in-country transportation, all of that stuff. I spent three hundred dollars. Wow, hundred. <laughs> wow, I had no idea. That's amazing. Yeah, and I mean, it's the same. It might be a little more in Turkey, but not much. I spent five hundred in Bali for two weeks, and I got massages every day. The world is very inexpensive, like in many, many, many countries. So, so if. If money is the quote unquote issue, start there. You don't have to stay at the Ritz. Stay at a, stay at a hostel. I've, I've stayed at hostels, uh, you know, for freaking 20 years now. <laughs> and, um, and hostels are amazing. The U.S. is the only country that they think, you know, they have a bad rap or they have a bad name or something. But every other country in the world stays at hostels. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it's almost like 
look outside maybe the marquee places you're thinking of with like the Eiffel Tower and stuff and just yeah. there's so much of the world to see that you can do very affordably um yeah. being being you know lucky enough to be Americans where the dollar yeah. might right. exchange differently and then it's like hostels like get creative we walk a lot too like when we go like that's how you get to see a city yeah. sometimes is just you don't need to do every form of transportation if you choose a place that you can walk around that's how you see the sights and yep. get your you know snack or whatever coffee on the road that kind of thing yeah and don't get me wrong like the choice between a, a, the Ritz or a hostel I'm going to choose the Ritz but if it's that <laughs> or never see the world get over yourself there are so many ways to save money while traveling and they are all out there on Pinterest <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> right. so true mm -hmm. what would you say like what's one of the biggest things that traveling has taught you about yourself it has taught me that you can pick me up and put me anywhere in the world with any people or anything, any conditions at all, and I adapt immediately. It showed me how um, malleable the, uh, the human species truly is. It shows you other. Um, it shows you other cultures, and so that you can reflect on yourself, like. You know, we're so protective over our, our our children. We don't let them do anything. We're scared if they trip and fall. And when you're in India, you see a three-year-old walking down the street by itself. Mm -hmm. you know? And mm -hmm. I mean, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that, um, that you truly can adapt within literally a week, a day's weeks. And so if you're scared to go somewhere, I think... Or if you're if you're scared of anything, I think travel is such a great uh, place to start with confidence to just throw yourself in another country and see that it's okay. You'll survive. Even if they don't speak the language, they will try to talk to you and build that confidence and show yourself how you can do anything. You can adapt to anything. Yeah, that's so true. I think it's like that trusting yourself is a big one of just like, oh, actually you don't, even if you have everything planned out and things go wrong, like the, some of your favorite stories have probably been those side <laughs> streets you ended up on or the funny story that you have or yeah. whatever. And look at now how you are in business. Yeah, I, It's like almost you up level your confidence or belief in yourself in one area and it transfers to all the others where, yep. I mean, that was probably preparing you for where you're at now of just yeah, I can trust myself. I can handle any situation. I, you know, can make an adventure out of this. I can find the fun silver lining, <laughs> even yeah. on the crazy parts. Totally. I mean, it, travel is the perfect place to start for anyone that is seeking more confidence. Mm -hmm. yeah. And another cool part of your story is that like travel is amazing in and of itself, right? But it almost opened up this whole other world for you that you kind of talked about in the beginning where now you run, you know, multi six figure businesses, you help other women travel the world and make money doing so. Like how, how did travel like lead to that, you know, part of your, part of your journey and where do you see it maybe going? Yeah. I mean this, well, as soon as I found Airbnb, and started learning online marketing, I started to do what I was passionate about, you know, what I, what I could inspire other people to want to do. And that was to travel. And 
um, started building my platforms. And so in doing that, I learned the process of how to build an online business and create income through travel. So some people might do it through health. Some people might do it through, um, I don't know, what's another, let's just, you know, self self-growth or something like that. But I just hit the road, got people to look at me. And then when they asked how, I found solutions to sell to them. Once I figured out the process and I used Airbnb. So my first, my first offering was an Airbnb mentorship and that thing sold like hotcakes. It still does. (laughs) It still does. And through traveling, getting all eyes on me and then selling Airbnb mentorships, I learned the process of online marketing. So as I got you know, more confident, I started to teach online marketing. And of course, we attract who we are. So all the travel girls started coming to me. And that is where I started to really grow as a business mentor and as a mentor in general. And uh, I started to really understand mindset. And I worked with so many women. And I will tell you, everybody is different. Everybody has a different thing. Everybody has a different story, but it's all the same. Hmm. It's never a business problem. It's always a people problem or a mindset problem. And so in doing that, I've just really been able to learn about the human mind and, you know, blocks and things like that. So I have been able to really uh, build my business by now helping other uh, women in travel, launch retreats, launch group trips, launch products, services, you know, the whole shebang. So, yeah. and then, and then most recently I launched my first course, which is the BNB method. So I took that Airbnb mentorship and I turned it into a course and I launched and sold that. And so, you know, it's like, you really have to think like if, if your intuition is pulling you to, to do something, you have to question yourself why, because if I, if I would have never found Airbnb, I would have never learned online marketing. And then I never would have sold my mentorship. And now I wouldn't never have scaled and, you know, made more money and uh, more influence. And it's, it just keeps evolving next level, next level, but, but all the same things, all the things I'm passionate about keep evolving. Right. Yeah, I think that's the really interesting part is it's just like you have, from what I've seen is you've continuously, you put yourself out there, you are always up leveling, like your mindset, like you said, your blocks, you're getting through those, you're always striving for that next level of freedom, of impact, um, of, you know, value, whatever you can bring to the world, like and the interesting part is once you're in this right, you realize it's not it's not just easy. Like there's never that moment when this feels comfortable and that's when you yeah. take action and that's when you build your dream business and yeah. sell your belongings and travel the world. Like, yeah. so for you, like, what would you say to people who are pulled in by this story and who feel glimmers of that themselves, but are at that point that everyone goes through where like maybe they're scared to take the leap or like doubting themselves in that? Um, I think that, first of all, if you are, um, what's the word, uh, if, th- if this story or anything about my story resonates 
with you, that means there's something in you that, that is, that wants what I have. And if you want what I have, that means it's made for you because our desires are meant for us to follow and to grow. That's the point of life. So if you are scared and you know, though, like, I'm going to do this, I, I, I need to change my life. I think just taking one step, listening to my whole story sounds like a whole whirlwind. And it was, but it definitely all started with one step. And then it went one step at a time until, uh, I, you know, I am where I am now and it's going to continue. I'm not done evolving, but if you don't do anything because you're scared of this or that or, or the actual evolving process, like you're never going to, if you don't take one step, you, you can never unfold, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it truly, it, it takes one step to change everything. Yeah. Yeah. And how cool, because you had no idea that taking that trip, that the couple would be in Bali explaining their Airbnb like lifestyle to you. And then that led to the next right step and the next right step. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all meant to be, and it's waiting for you to take action. I always say like the answers that we're seeking are in front of our face at all times. And it's up Hmm. to us to take action on them. So many times, you know, they, I I feel like everybody that gets on my sales call is so meant for major success and it's up to them to say yes or no. And in that moment, and, you know, I always hope they'll say yes, (laughs) because I always Mm -hmm. love amazing clients, but the truth is like, it, the answer is right before them. Yeah. Say yes. Mm-hmm. And don't you think too, like sometimes it will like, it'll almost keep circling. Like, I don't know. Thoughts on that. Because on the one hand, if you don't take that action, you might miss that chance and then it's gone, right? You never know where that path could have led down. Yeah. But something I've noticed too, is it's almost like there's a few little times where if you start seeing the same thing start coming up over and over again and every conversation and every book you read is mentioning this thing, it's almost like paying attention to that conversation, right? That life's almost trying to have with you, depending on what you believe. It's just like, oh, okay, maybe pay attention to that. And it's like everything rewards you when you finally take that action and take that leap. And if it keeps coming around, maybe that's something to just pay attention to. And not yeah. and not keep passing up on. One hundred percent, I I will agree with that. I don't think like you have one chance at <laughs> at mm-hmm. your your dream life, but I think eventually you're going to have to take an uncomfortable step. Doing yeah. anything outside of what you do or what you know is going to be uncomfortable. It's it it, it can like from a biological standpoint, it's going to be uncomfortable your cells are going to be like, what is it? What are you doing? Like this, this isn't what we know. And <laughs> yeah. you're going to start having feelings like, Ooh, this is uncomfy. And that's okay because it's actually a sign that you're probably doing something right. <laughs> because yeah. if you want to do anything different, you've got to take, you've got to take a step in some direction. Yeah. It's like not making the discomfort wrong. It's like, no, actually that's showing that you're, you're showing up in a different way and you're creating a new result out of it. Yeah. I love it. Okay. I have a few like super easy rapid fire questions for you. Oh God. Okay. 
I'm really okay. bad at Russia. Very, very easy. <laughs> yes. Okay. So last country you went to? Um, God, it's been so long. Um, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> That's kind of a hard one. The last point. country I went to was Jamaica. Jamaica. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. Where do you want to go next? Um, well, that's funny. I'm deciding that right now. So it's either going to be um, somewhere in Central America, like Costa Rica or Guatemala, or we're, uh, we might go to the Maldives. They're open. Ooh, <laughs> both yeah. good. Both amazing yeah, both options. <laughs> what about, do you have an all-time favorite place? Well, you know, I have this thing with Egypt. I and I think yeah. it was because I truly stepped outside of my comfort zone there and magic happened. So I love Egypt. I'm Greek. Obviously, Greece is amazing. Um, there's there's so many great places. I love Turkey. Love mm-hmm. it. I, I definitely like more um, less Western countries. Mm-hmm. Somewhere <laughs> like, a little more different. Yeah, I like different. Yeah. Do you have a favorite meal of anywhere you've been? Hmm. Well, probably in that Mediterranean area, like Turkey, Egypt, that area. Oh my gosh, the food there is so good. So like dips and hummuses and all of that kind of stuff. That's like my favorite. Yeah, that sounds so good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting so hungry good. talking about all these places. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what about last one? Like one one word to describe your favorite part of travel? Um, huh, one word. I would say um, stretching. Mm-hmm. Just really, really being really stretchy, seeing how other people live, feeling into that, you know, like getting out of your comfort zone. So I would say, yeah, stretching. So interesting. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's pretty much like the best part of it is like you're equally, you're just, you feel more like awake, right? Alive. Like you, I don't know, you really feel that kind of pull, but that's the beautiful part. That's why everyone comes back feeling like they just totally stretched and got to experience like more of their life in those few weeks or whatever it is. Yep. 100%. I think that's why, yeah. Like you just said, when people come back, they're like, Oh my God, travel is the best. It's because they, they pushed themselves and they saw that it wasn't scary and that it was like the time of their life. And they probably feel more growth and evolution and things like that with fun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What about, I know I said one last one, but this came up when you said that, do you have, um, like maybe you've already done all these, but do you have like a bucket list place that before, you know, you cross off your list, you really want to go to? Um, God. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I just go wherever I want. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering, cause you travel so much. You're like, this is the next place. Well, I want to go to all of them. <laughs> yeah. So anything that has been on my bucket list, I probably have crossed off, but I'll tell you this. I would love to do Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing about Africa, I've, I've been to South Africa. It's amazing but I want to do a lot of Africa but you need time because it ain't like the western countries <laughs> the the, tra- uh, the travel situation is like you wait for like buses to fill up and then you leave <laughs> um, so there's no times or anything so I need time and right now I'm really in a build stage of my business so I can't take off a couple months 
And, um, but when, when I can, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it in like a five star type situation. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. That's like the, gi- the giraffe house. I don't yeah. know a, a ton about it, but I've seen photos of it on yeah. Pinterest and that's oh, yeah. one that I mentions. Yes. Oh, yeah. sounds so good. Yeah. Where can people find you? Um, well, my main platform is Instagram and it's at Suzy Travel. No S, S-U-Z-I-E travel. So simple. I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anything else? That's so interesting. I love hearing more of your story. Oh, gosh. I could probably talk for days. But... <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Susie, too, is it was so hard to choose what our topic would be because I think we could equally fill an episode about business. We um, could talk about even yeah. just like the growth lessons learned in business. Yeah. We yeah. have been at all kind of stages in similar planes. And so yeah. it's been really fun to just watch that growth. And so maybe you never know one day we'll, we'll dive into that as well. Yeah. Anytime. That I'd love to come back anytime. Yeah. That was, that was definitely a, a an umbrella view of, of me. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool. I mean, I just said, I learned so much about how it all really tied together um, from that first just wanting to travel and wanting that freedom. And then now look at what you're going to do with your business and your life and that freedom. And even the stretching, I think you do in all areas all the time. So um, super inspiring. And I just, I hope everyone out there feels it as well. I'm sure everyone's going to have some new ideas of how to do this and and where to go next. (laughs) Totally. Thank you so much for listening in. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you share it on Instagram stories and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping get the message out. I am so grateful to be on this journey with you. Until next time, talk to you soon. Bye.